Yo, beast mode, I go beast mode Left, right, hook, then I reload Speed until the E breathe slow Connect every uppercut, clean blow Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Southpaw Jab podcast. We've got a show absolutely jam-packed with interviews for you this week. We're going to hear from Chantel Cameron, Joshua Boazzi, John O'Donnell and, fresh off a win at York Hall, Samuel Antwi. Also on the show and up first right now is Lewis Van Pooch who spoke to SouthpawJab.com editor Adam Earlier this week, yeah, it was a it was a funny one. So I was um I was due to fight in Swindon on Saturday. Uh, that fight got got pulled out on Bank Holiday Monday. Um, the lad that I was meant to be fighting couldn't couldn't sell enough tickets, so he got he got pulled off the show. Um, so I just sort of said to Richard, um, I said, mate, if the fight comes up, brilliant. But I'm not really fussed. I've been boxing quite a lot this year. I wouldn't mind a week on weekends myself. Um, so I just sort of went into to, um, week off mode, really, sort of stopped going to the gym. Well, I say stopped going to the gym. I was doing a little bit, but not not a lot. Um, yeah, still sort of eating what I want. Obviously, been having in my head that I have a weekend off. And then uh, get the phone call Thursday night. Um, I'd been at work, just got back in from work. I was chilling. Um, Rich, well, he, Rich texted me and goes, Look, I know the answer, but what do you reckon? <laughs> And uh, and I went ah screw it go on there. I was just a weekend off screw it let's go let's have a fight and then uh, yeah so but it was a bit of a it was a bit of a cock up the whole, the whole night was a bit of a cock up where um, obviously like I just said I took the fight on Thursday night because Eric Nwangil he had pulled out apparently right so then I take the fight get up, get myself up there um, I'm at the weigh in. Eric turns up. So I was like, what are you doing here? You pulled out. He's like, no, I didn't. Um, so basically, Carl Greenwood, <laughs> he's a good bloke, Carl. He's good at his job. But he'd, he'd messed up. He basically thought that Eric had pulled out, but he hadn't. It, it was somebody else that had pulled off the show. <laughs> he put me in Eric's place. But then Eric turned up the fight. So then, but lucky for me, the boxing board control had done the final paperwork with my name on it. So... It was me fighting. Eric just got his, some expenses and got told to go home. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, obviously, with that palaver going on, so I'm, I'm quite chilled out guy anyway, and I was, I was really chilled out about the situation. And I was a bit like, it is what it is. Uh, blah, blah, blah. If I don't end up fighting, I don't end up fighting. A bit of a wasted journey, wasting my day, but still. Um, then I ended up fighting, but then I, I just thought, screw it. I'm, I've come this far. All that palaver just happened. I might as well have a bit of a scrap of it now. Um, obviously every now and then you've got to get a result to keep the boxing board happy and uh, <laughs> obviously just a little sense of pride for yourself as well you know um, but uh, yeah I was just sort of going going for the motions I sort of doing what I usually do is like my, at least my style these days is like uh, keep the keep the pressure on the front foot uh, stay 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 busy keep keep them keeping keeping them busy so I was doing that first two rounds and then I saw that all he was trying to do was like walk me onto a shot but like that's not my job my job isn't to um, make a fight of it so I just sort of again stayed in the pocket a little bit made sure it wasn't hitting me too cleanly and then I saw that that was sort of tiring out so then third round I come out um, 
come out and like threw a straight right uh, literally about five seconds into the round and he caught him fairly flush on the counter. He didn't, he didn't, didn't really buzz him, but I saw that his eyes lit up and I thought I saw that it woke him up. So then I just sort of kept the pressure on and uh, I think his name's Gary Virtual Scouser. He was kept, he was the half second for the night. He just kept shouting, left you, for the left you, left you, <laughs> So like, I was like, all right. Right, so then I, I threw that right hand again and it caught him and then I, I followed back with the left and that caught him on top of the head and that was in there wobbling so I just thought screw it this is a bit obvious let's take the foot off the gas now this is going to be a little bit obvious then um, just kept the pressure on him and uh, he um, I just kept catching him clean with some clean punches he tied me up fairly well to be fair to him and the referee was obviously doing a good job of breaking it up and then um yeah, and then I just landed like a, landed like a, a couple of clean punches in a row, and he was holding on to me. And I was trying to work out, and the ref just jumped in and stopped it. Because he was wobbling everywhere. His, his legs were really, really gone. It was a series, but I just kept catching him. I kept catching him like overhand rights because he was just like sort of running away. His legs were wobbly. He was like, he was really like disorientated. It was good stoppage, to be fair. Um, if if I was on the receiving end of it, I wouldn't have had any complaints. Let's just leave it there. Uh, Obviously, at the time, it was like, yeah, get in, stoppage, yeah, get in there. And then, like, obviously, I'm still happy that I won. It's nice to get a result now and then, and this and the other. Um, but then, then it just sort of hits home that, crap, I've got a load of holidays coming up, and I might not get any work. <laughs> um, yeah, so I only saw a, a handful of action on the uh, Frank Warren BT show. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the WBSS. I didn't see that. Like, like I said to you, I was in Oldham fighting. Dubois v Lati. Yeah. And that was quite a good fight. Considering Lati was probably brought over here to, for Dubois to blow out there. And Adric to look in his record doing it. But Lati, he had a fight, didn't he? He was absolutely swinging for the fences. To be fair to um, what's his name? Dubois, he was clipped a couple of times on Saturday. And obviously, if you're clipped to the heavyweight and can't take a shot, you're, sorry, if you're clipped by a heavyweight and can't take a punch, That's you go to sleep. Yeah. And he did. He, he took it and come back come back himself with his own shot. I think Dubois is probably the pick out of them, them three for me. Because Joyce is good and, he, and he's proved that he's good. But he, um, I don't know, I just think the movement of Dubois and Gorman, to be fair, it probably could cause him a lot of problems. So, time will tell on that one, I guess. So, as a whole, I think people, um, people only know themselves when they're done, right? And subconsciously, they're probably done before they're actually done. But, like, even like, like, like Prime example of that is um, B Hop Bernard Hopkins. He he was making a living for being this fifty-year-old world champion and still operating at the highest level and being fit as a fiddle and being known for it. But then he bit off slightly more than he can chew and probably got himself a little bit. Probably started believing his own hype of that as well. Um, uh, yeah, so in terms of myself, I don't know, so I said after 100, anything after that's a bonus, but then 
I'm having a really good like run of form now, and I've sort of got a new lease of life with boxing. And I'm probably feeling like probably just experience talking. Probably feeling the best I've, like, I've, I've felt in the ring, like not in terms of fitness or anything, in terms of like my ring generalship and my and my uh, my nous, if you like, my ring craft. Yeah. But the best I'm feeling. So um, I don't know. It's, uh, I did say by the time I'm thirty, which is next year, um, I'll, I'll be done. But again. I'm not making any decisions. Just gonna uh, keep going until I get either get bored or bad enough, or or time catches me up. Because obviously I'm not very old, but the amount of fights I've had, it could catch me up eventually. Who knows? But my, my good friend, former foe, he was on the pod last week, Adam Harper. Oh, done, of course, you fought him. He's, he's Sorry. retired for a for a brain injury. Well, not a brain, not a brain injury. Reword that. Even before brain scan, brain scan change, um, which could obviously lead to a brain injury. So he's made a wise decision. I would do exactly the same if I fail my brain scan next month. So yeah. if the advice was to, you could carry on boxing, but I wouldn't recommend it, then I've got old hand gloves up. Great to hear from Pucci there. Up next, we're going to hear from a big name in female boxing, Chantelle Cameron. She spoke to Chris Waddams at York Hall last weekend. It's Chris Waddams here, Southpaw Jab, Victoria Chantelle Cameron. First fight on the new team in MTK, under the new team in the corner. How did you feel? Oh, I felt really good, yeah. I got big muscle on there, so it was uh, brilliant. L- love my team now, I'm really happy, so it's, it's great, really good. And it was a. Uh, a opponent that you can take comparisons from because yeah. she's fought three other Brits. Yeah. Fought Lena Bradley for the Commonwealth title at Super Lightweight. Fought Terry Harper, who stopped her in the same round as you, and Tasha Jonas, who took her. She took Tasha six rounds, yeah. and Tasha won on points. How was it, was that in the back of your mind when you? Not were in at all, because I felt like I could have got her out in the first round if I wanted to, because I knew I was hurting her, but I didn't want to get her out. I was there. trying to get some practice in because what I've been working in the gym. There's no point trying to get her out first round and. I box for six months and then get out the first round. I can't see where I've got to improve, like where I'm going. So, kind of was trying to find my feet, trying new shots, and then Jane was like saying to use my angles, use my angles, and then I thought, oh, just get out of it now. Because I see not hurting, that's the thing. Just finish it. I think pay for overtime. It's very true, you don't get paid for overtime. Um, there, there are some huge fights out there for you, and I know recently you said you were tempted in stepping up to super lightweight as yeah. well. Um, which would you prefer, fight a, a world title fight a super lightweight or a mega fight with Katie Taylor? Oh, mega fight. It's got to be the mega fight. If it, if it happens, I'll, I hope it does happen. Obviously, that's down to Katie's team. Uh, MTK will take it, so down to her team if they can get the fight made. I want that fight. Um, she, she's going to offer it, I'll take it, so just wait and see. But there's no point me waiting around lingering at lightweight and I don't get the fight, so I may as well go grab some titles at super lightweight. There's other good girls out there as well, so... I'll be waiting around, just waiting to fight for this mega fight. Got my own career to think of. Okay, and do do you think that you you would take a final eliminator? I know you're WBC am, silver yeah. champion, Taking and final I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100 sure on this, but I'm pretty sure that one defense of that belt will make you mandatory for the yeah. WBC title. Right. Will that be the avenue you go down? Yeah, but uh, I've got a final eliminator coming up. But at the same time, there's Victoria Bustos, IBF super lightweight. There's Jessica McCaskill, she's got belts too. So I she's wanna, got a unification. Yeah, exactly. Fight, so yeah. there's uh, fights there. So 
going to do my final eliminator, but don't want to be waiting around again to, to the mega fight. Like, I, I'm looking to win the final eliminator, I hopefully get my mandatory against Delphine or Katie, but at the same time, I ain't got time to waste either. I've been out of the ring for six months playing catch up a little bit, so. I need you to feel get, like you need to. Yeah, you, definitely. I feel like time. I need to make up for last time. My team around me is amazing, I can't. Like explain how good it is now. Like Maverick Trust, um, Home Question, Jamie, Nigel, MTK. It's got the best team around me now, so I need to just push on and start getting the results that I want and titles. You're very well supported. You brought down a, a big crowd to support you today. Does, yeah. what, what does that mean for you to be able to get them down on a Friday night, not even a weekend? They probably had to be a book annual leave or come after. Yeah, loads of them were having to have days of work, finish early and stuff. So massive appreciation to that as well. And it, it makes me perform because obviously they're spending their money. Petrols, hotels, everything, just to come watch me. So obviously that's a massive like inspiration for me because I want to make them proud. And tonight was about making them proud. My last performance weren't great, it was in Yorko. And uh, it weren't my best performance, so I kind of had to make up for it tonight. So that's why so I wanted the round to last. Did you feel a bit of pressure because of that? Yeah, I did. I felt, new team as well, there was a lot of pressure. Everyone was, I knew everyone was going to be watching me tonight saying, oh, she improved, what she like. I knew that, so I was like, right, I've got to perform tonight. And don't listen, Sushi, it's fucking cool, guys. <laughs> cool and nice. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay, Wicked. Well, I know there's a lot of people who want to congratulate you. Before we go, is there anyone you want to thank? Uh, Maverick Trust, Jamie, Nigel, Jordan, um, everyone in Northampton, MTK, everyone in Northampton, really. And up next, Chris spoke to one of the very best prospects in British boxing right now, Joshua Buatzi. Um, I came to support um, Dan Aziz, um, Sam Antwi and Chantal Cameron. Um, and do you know what, just to support all the boxers man, I, I'm, I'm a fan of boxing so um, I had the time once I thought I'd come down and support the three people I just mentioned. But just to overall support the show and all the fighters um, and I'm glad everyone has gone home healthy and safe and safely to what I can, um, from my understanding I hope everyone's going to save me but like I said I'm a fan of the sport. It's, it's, good, it's good to hear that, that, that people, people when you're positioned, you're coming out, you're showing love to the people yeah. that, uh, that are grafting to give to your position. Small, um, more shows, and um, these are the uh, foundations, do you know what I mean? It's important. Whether you're boxing on a big scale or a smaller scale, it's good to show love to everyone. So um, if I can come down and support, by all means. So, what's next? Fighting on the AJ undercard? That's what's been mentioned. Um, it hasn't. It's not 100% confirmed yet, but um, that could possibly be the next day. So um, it's just a matter of a few, a few more moves to be made, and then um, if all is 100%, we take that fight. Um, in terms of who it is or anything, I don't know. This point. But um, I'll be getting myself ready. I'll be training at the moment, so I'll be good to go. Yeah, I'm all good to go. Much like that on AJ's undercard, in Madison Square Garden. Are they, are they the kind of things that you, apart from winning titles, are they the yeah. kind of nights that you hope to get? Yeah, career? like I mean, you know, everyone looks at all these fighters that are on big shows. AJ, Dylan White, they're all on big shows. They're, and do you know what it is? I respect what they're doing, man. Do you know what, one thing about me is when I go to the O2 Arena, whether it's to watch boxing or to watch Drake or Kevin Hart, I say to myself, how have these men filled an arena like this? What have they done to bring or to draw an attraction? And I always respect people like that because one day I want to be that guy. So uh, when I see people like that, there, I, I say to myself, hats off to you. You've been, you've been able to fill an arena where people have come to watch you fight or to perform or to make people laugh. So um, I see people like that. I think it's good for me to box on it. But one day I want to be the guy box, you know, controlling the show and being the headline.
How far away do you think you are from headlining even a copper box or an O2 arena? I think it's hard to say, man. It's like when I met you two years ago, it was hard for me to say when I'm the British champion, but today I'm British champion. Um, it's hard for me to tell you what's going to happen within the next year. One thing for certain, I'll be winning, but what title and what position I'll be in, very difficult. Okay, and what, what do you want to do next? Do you want to defend the British outright? Is that something you want to do? Well, or if, but, if, if, do you if know what it is? Comes? The thing is, when you see the belt, you know why people want to win it outright. It's a beautiful belt. I've got it, and um, if there's a way I can keep it, and maybe let go for someone else to fight for it, then cool. But if I have to defend it to keep it, that's what I've got to do. But again, man, that's me, t that's me talking now. My team might have something else in, 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 um, in the line for me. And um, whatever the best option is, I'll take it. After you won, you spoke of your pride of winning it. Did, was it always something you strived for when you turned pro? I looked beyond that, man. Like, I looked past it. It's something I wanted to collect on the way, but I looked past that, man. And hopefully I'll achieve what I want to achieve. Oh, of course, as well. But I mean, with, with that, like you're saying, with, with the prestige and what people think of it. Yeah, it's a prestigious belt, man. I'll, I'm grateful to have collected it along on this journey. And hopefully, um, like I said, whether I win it outright or not, it doesn't matter. But there's a lot of good fighters in my division. I'm um, full credit to them. Some of them I spar with, do you know what I mean? So um, there's, there's good fighters, and I'm sure they will want to step up to the plate to potentially win the belt. See a bit of cool, man. And, and I'll be there to you know make sure that I'm the man that's winning. So um, the belt is there, man. It's there. Speaking of your division domestically, it's very hot. Right? Very hot division. Domestic you've got league. you've got people like Anthony Yard who was here earlier. Yeah. Who, by as far as we know, he's fighting for the world title in his next fight. Yeah. You've got people like Cam Johnson who's fought for the world title, who vacated yeah. the British that you've since picked up. Yeah. You've got people like Craig Richards. Andre Sterling, who are finally yep. eliminated for your title. Yep. The, the opportunities for you there are endless almost, and that's just going with the domestic scene. Yeah. You take European, you take world into it, there's uh, there's <laughs> endless opportunities for you to yeah. take. What fight would you pick out of all of them? World, European, domestic, you can be for any belt. For what one of them would you want to take? Again, I think as the fighter, we're more concentrating on improving learning the skills you have to learn and you have to trust those in charge of you to be like, you know what, this is the next move for you, this is the next opponent, this guy will teach you what you need to learn. As the fighter, we'll, we'll fight anyone, that's what we do for a living, so I leave it to the trainers, man, they'll be like, well, actually, you're ready for this guy, this is the guy we think, and I'll take the fight. It's my job to just constantly make sure I'm improving, because you can do all the talking, but what matters is when you get in that ring against that fighter, all the talking you did, it doesn't matter, let the fist go, let the fist do the talking, and that's what I believe. There's not much to say about boxing. Train hard, improve, get in the ring, do what you got to do. Okay, it's a good, it's a good philosophy to live by. Yeah, sport. man. But do you feel like someone like yourself and Anthony Yard are on a collision course at some point? Hopefully, it happens. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, it's good that there's interest from the public. Um, but I think domestically, there's a lot of good fighters that we could all mix it up. Um, but I'm ready, man. Like I, I'll be preparing for whoever steps in front of me, and I have to handle my business. Joshua, thank you for your time. Appreciate Hopefully that we'll much. see you on the AJ undercard. If not, we'll oh, see you in a ring soon. For sure, appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good man. Joshua Boatsy there, who spoke to Chris at York Hall. An immensely exciting prospect for British boxing uh, when he takes to the world stage. I'm sure everyone will agree. Of course, he's already British champion, but there's uh, a great many British boxing fans with hopes that he can go 
all the way. Up next, the man who headlined that York Hall MTK show, Sam Antwi. The reigning, defending, victorious Sammy Antwi. Defending your title against Shara Oskol. What I'm going to start with is, are you ever in a dull fight? Uh, no, we've got shows, you know. We've got shows, people get what they what they pay for, you know. So if you come to a fight, you're going to, you're going to see fireworks regardless. He's going to call the beaters about who is going to see fireworks. It was, it was a back and forth fight. He, he gave as good as he got, but there was a telling sign of your dominance on his left eye. All that marking, I think he was swollen a bit. Your yeah. right hand couldn't miss. Yeah, exactly. I was catching was, the ball. Was, was that the game plan? Because against Jez, you worked yeah. that body uh -huh. and you chopped down that tree to the uh -huh. body. With Shah, was it to, to? Did you did you feel like he didn't have the head movement to get away from you? Uh, with everyone, it's something different, you know. So you just adjusted the rig. So with with uh, Sierra, I saw that his head movement wasn't really that good, that great from the start. So just started hitting the way we could hit him. Uh, he was he was guarding his body a lot. I think he probably watched for the previous fight. I tried to catch him with body shots, but he was he was covered a lot uh, in the body. But his head movement wasn't too great, so so I catch him up top. Former sovereign area champion himself, um, was that step up in opponent level that he's been a champion? He knows what it takes. Definitely. Was, was that something? Definitely. You were I think for? that was his probably his third ten round or something like that. Fourth, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's had, he had a couple ten rounders, mm. and uh, he's been professional since I started my amateur amateur career. Oh, wow. You know, okay. so. Uh, yeah, he's been a distance with a uh, with a world class fighter, uh, Postal. Uh, his only loss was to Postal and uh, a former. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Bagsaki was a Southern Area champion, so yeah. he's a step up in opponent, definitely. But you know, I got to go in there, show my level, and show everyone what I'm about as well. Okay, so what's next? Are you, are you looking at another defense? Are you looking at English? Are you looking at British? Uh, Southern Area is gone now. We're gonna move onwards and upwards. We're gonna see what what manager says uh, afterward. And uh, yeah, keep getting going from there. Okay, so what what would your idea? You know, you said you're leaving it down to management. What would you want? Uh, so would, you, would, would, you, would you want to take each step, English, British, or would you jump straight in for uh, Whatever presents itself, you know. There's European, there's intercontinentals, there's internationals. There's loads of girls out there, you know, that are already for the taking. So whatever presents presents itself first, that's what I'm going for. It's all about 50-50 fights with bigger fights, exactly. bigger prestige now. Exactly, exactly. You don't see me running from anyone. You know, I'm fighting people with more experience than me, more fights than me. So. You know, I'll take it over. It's a purge. It's a purge. It's a purge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so any idea when you're next out? Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm gonna take a little while off, speak to my manager, see what happens. Okay, yeah. wicked. Well, I know you want to celebrate, so I'm gonna wrap it up. But before I go, is there anyone you want to thank? Uh, thank all my sponsors. Number five. Uh, number five. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Number five. Barrister Chambers. Fight City Gym, Fight City Gym, Pro Nutrition Clinic. Yeah, we're from those sponsors to like how many in, in, a, in a fight, you know? So it's amazing you know, what about that? It's, it's really good. It's really good, you know. But it's getting out there. People are jumping aboard now, so yeah, I can, I can look forward to it. Uh, Ripple, I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. Yeah. I saw you win the title. I've seen you defend it. I want to see what happens next. So thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Cheers. Sam Antwi there reflecting on a fantastic win at York Hall. Up next, we're going to hear from John O'Donnell. Just under two years, just over two years. Yeah. Over yeah. How did you feel? Um, it was a good terrible performance, very rusty. Uh, good to shake the cobwebs off. Um, um, sometimes I tend to make fights harder for myself than what they should, but listen, it's part of the past. I love getting in a, in a scrap up. Once I get behind the jab and move, as you see now, that's what happens. Um, I'm a different fighter. Um, like I said, it was good to get the, the, the four rounds in. 
and uh, oh, the next one. Okay, you, you, you 39-37 decision. Do you, do you think that first round yeah. you were just feeling him out, letting him, letting him work so you could yeah, get I mean, used to the range and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, as I said, I, I, sometimes I just tend to just love standing and having a, having a trade and maybe too much. But yeah, that first time I was like feeling our process. Maybe took a bit, took one or two money, I shouldn't have, but once I got into my groove, um, as you're saying, he couldn't get near me, I mean, played with him. Um, yes, I was, it was good in yeah. Do you always feel like there's a battle in your fights? Not between you and your opponent, between this you doing the slick boxing that you know you can, Look, and can you, you ball, just wanting to have a fight ball, like you know you want. Yes, definitely. I mean, anyone will tell you Baz, anyone will tell you Alec, you know, I, I just love a fight. All my fights, I just love, I love a, I love a tear up. Um, and as you say, if I, if I just get behind my jab there. and box, there's Plus no one, one can get near me. But I just got that mentality that sometimes you've got to stand and have a trade and it's it, so silly much. sometimes as well. Because I am, it's too late to change now. <laughs> so, so, you've had quite a, quite a, uh, uh, a varying career. Like you've had a couple of periods out of the ring, but you've also won everything from Southern Area, English, you've won the Commonwealth title. Are you looking to complete the set on the domestic stage? Definitely, I want the British title. Um, you know, I just definitely this year I'm picking up the British title. I mean, Chris Jenkins, I think, has no great performance against Johnny Gatton his last fight. Um, I think he's got to defend it against. I can't remember his name, but definitely I'd love the winner of that if, uh, if we could get in there. So, a couple more fights. And definitely gonna pick that British title this year. Facts. Would you take any other belt in the meantime? Hundred percent. Um, I just want to stay busy and active now. Um, so you know, get, in, get, get as many fights as I can this year, um, and obviously pick up as many titles as I can. On the way. So you, you're now with MTK. Do you feel that you're with the right team that one keep you active and two give you those opportunities? Yeah, that's one of the first things that we did with MTK. Uh, was how active to keep the fighters and secondly um, opportunities they're getting the fighters great opportunities and they've got a good few fighters in my way so it should be easy to make them fights and wipe the way um, and yeah good times ahead is there anyone you want apart from that British title is there anyone you think oh, that'll make me and him would be a great fight not really no I mean as I said I'm in no position to call anyone else you know what I mean I've, I've had my first fight back in over two years so I'm just going to get a few fights in the belt whether it's self or I know phone call to more to fight for the title um, or for the web that's the way I've been from day dot um, so yeah whoever, whoever's next is next but, you know that's, that, that's the way would you go over old Brad would you go for an English title again I don't know Listen, I'll leave it down to, leave it down to a team. Um, I want the British title. I think I'm past uh, English ordinary level, if I'm honest. Um, so, yeah, definitely. My, my, my sides are firmly set on the British title. John, well, thanks for your time. Before we go, is there anyone you want to thank? Yeah, I'd like to thank my sponsor. Where is the Sudbury removers and storage? Um, yeah, Paul Bottrell. Thank you very much, mate. Um, yeah. That's it. Okay, we'll do John. Congratulations again, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers, thank you. John O'Donnell there with mixed feelings on his comeback win. Well, thank you for listening. That's all we've got time for this week on the Southpaw Jab podcast. But tune in next week, and normal service will be resumed with all our usual previews, reviews, and fighter interviews. Thank you very much for listening. Do head over to our Facebook and other social media channels. We're on Twitter as well. Get in touch with us. Send in any questions you may have. And do visit southpawjab.com 
for the latest in our boxing journalism. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week. Yo, beast mode, I go beast mode. Left, right, hook, then I reload. Speed until the E3 slow. Connect every uppercut, clean blow.